but Australia people are very nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, you asked me what was like one of the best things. So we went to an Australian football game mm-hmm. and some Aussies asked us where something was and you know we we didn't know but we pointed them in general direction and they were so thankful that they invited us back up to their skybox and they fed us and we watched the game up there and they were explaining things to us and they took pictures with us and I was like y'all are so great I'm gonna move here (laughs) I'm coming back don't forget me So, um, that was really nice. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. Just no one in the United States has ever done that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Don't talk to strangers. Hello, hello. Welcome to Young, Gifted, and Abroad Perspectives on Studying Abroad from Past and Present Students of Color. My name is Danielle, and I'm so excited to be able to talk to you today because today I have my friend Taylor as the guest. Now, Taylor, much like Tiffany from episode 45, last episode, um, Taylor was referred to me by someone else. And that someone else is a longtime family friend of mine, um, a longtime work friend of my mom's, and I call this person Miss Yvette. So, um, Taylor is Miss Yvette's goddaughter slash niece and she was in town um, in Detroit visiting Miss Yvette back in July and so Miss Yvette texted me and she was like oh my my niece is in town I'd really like you to meet her because y'all are really close in age and I really think you have a lot in common and would get along and oh by the way she spent some time in Australia so maybe you can interview her for the podcast too and (laughs) so I don't really know what happened because at first she was like Oh, well, she'll probably be too shy to to do it. And then she texted me back like 30 minutes later and was like, Oh, I talked to her and she's really excited about the idea. So you should come uh, this weekend. See you there. (laughs) So that's what I did. Um, So this is uh, uh, this interview was a house call. I haven't done one of those in a long time where I um, go to someone else and interview them in person. I like to call them. Uh, affectionately house calls haven't done one of those in a, in a long time so I got to do that this time around with Taylor so it was me Taylor Miss Yvette and my mom sitting around in Miss Yvette's living room and you know me just talking to Taylor about her time in Australia uh, so Taylor her background is in exercise science and sports management and so in line with that during undergrad she spent three weeks in Australia kind of um, visiting different cities and getting a feel for um, what her field is like over there in general, but also doing some research uh, specifically on the uh, football industries and a little bit of the basketball industry as well, like the path to becoming a professional athlete in Australia. So that was what she was researching. And um, outside of that, she got to explore and have some adventures. And uh, all in all, Australia left a really positive impression on her. Um, I'll let her tell you more about that. But uh, yeah, we had a good time. Miss Yvette was right. We did hit it off um, really well. And I think Taylor was a great sport for letting me interview her, considering we had only met seconds before I got my you know recording equipment set up. So <laughs> uh, thanks, Taylor, for being so open, being a good sport. And yeah, I hope you all enjoy what Taylor has to say. So without further ado, sit back, relax, 
and enjoy my interview with my friend, Taylor Jones. So, hi Taylor. <laughs> hi Daniel. Uh, it's nice to meet you today. Thank you for, I know we literally just met like not too long ago. Three seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I appreciate you agreeing to let me interview you on such short notice. Of course, of course. Uh, thankful also to Miss Yvette for telling me that you spent some time in Australia. So that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Yes, you got a shout out. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so uh, why don't we start with you introducing yourself, if you don't mind. Okay, um, I'm Taylor. I went to the University of Alabama. I majored in exercise science, and I went to Australia in 2015. Okay, nice. Exercise science. So did you want to be like a gym teacher or something? Sort of. I uh, wanted to be a strength and conditioning coach, mm -hmm. so I wanted to train athletes, specifically college athletes or like professional athletes, and then I got my master's at Alabama too in sports management. Okay. So you have a master's degree as well. Yes, yes. Awesome. I'm impressed. No, it was just to, you know, postpone real life. That's all. <laughs> JK, don't I, let my mother hear that. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people do that, so. I mean, that's real. <laughs> I can take a t another test, write another paper. It's fine. Yeah. So you were born and raised in Alabama? Yes, yeah. yes, Huntsville, Alabama. Okay, nice. And, and I went to school in Alabama. Yeah. And when you went to, you went to Australia for three weeks, right? Mm -hmm. But Ms. Yvette also mentioned that you went to England when you were really young, too. Yes, I was a part of People to People program. Okay. So I went to France for one week and England for one week. Okay. And how was that for you? It was amazing. It was amazing. I... But when I was younger, traveling wasn't as fun. I hated packing, still do. And I didn't like France that much because I couldn't understand what they were saying. Mm. And we're young, so you can't like explore as much. It's like organized. Mm -hmm. That was, it, but it was good. Yeah. Was good. And that was, was it fifth grade? Yeah, so that was 2005. Okay. So 10 years later, I made it to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting because I thought it was only high school, but they were doing as young as fifth grade. Is fifth grade was the youngest oh, okay. because they invited me in fourth grade to go to Australia. And I was so excited. And then when I sent in my paperwork, they were like, ah, oh, you're too young. Oh. But I like wasn't by the age too young. I was by grade. And I was like, that's not fair. Uh, so, yeah. Man. Okay. How did your parents feel? Was that your first time leaving the country when you went with people to people? Yes. That was my first time leaving the country. Um, I don't remember how they felt. I guess. Well, as to Yvette over here, she's saying they were worried, I guess. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> now she's quiet. <laughs> no, she has nothing to say. Um, I, I remember packing mm -hmm. and being a lot of, did you get this and did you get this? And she needs that and that. That's all I remember before mm. getting there. Yeah. Yeah. And being at the airport way too early. Way too early. I mm. remember that. Yeah. It, we were like three hours ahead. And I'm like, so we're just going to sit here, guys? Yeah. But yeah. Okay. 
And you were with, like, all these different kids. Were they all from, like, the States or were they from everywhere? They were from everywhere, but actually one of my classmates went too so that was fun so i knew oh, somebody so you knew somebody yeah That's good. and like i didn't know i was gonna know anybody until we used to have meetups to prepare so we could like meet each other mm-hmm. so there are people from i think around the city of huntsville and like around birmingham and i think there was a city in georgia i don't remember but yeah so we would have meetups and stuff so it wasn't too bad so like i met them beforehand mm-hmm. yeah Nice. So in France, we went to Paris. Eiffel Tower was cool. Um, Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the church that burnt, right? Yes, that's the one. Yeah, that was <laughs> that, that was actually the first thing we saw there. Yeah. So that was that was weird when I heard it was on fire. I was like, oh, I've been there. Yeah. And I actually touched something I wasn't supposed to. Oh. Yeah, we didn't read the sign, and then when we came back, we we're like, oh, we weren't supposed to be there. Cool. Oh. As long as you didn't get in trouble. Oh, so my aunt wanted to remind. When I was in England, I got hurt and had to go to the hospital. So I got to take my first taxi in England and had to get like stitches on my eye. What happened? I hit a chair. Like I was getting up and I hit a chair, chair, and it my eye just split open. Like you tripped and no, no, no. I just like. Pulled the chair back. It was a very tall back chair. Oh, I'm in fifth grade, so I'm short and my just. Put my head down and yeah. What was that like going to the hospital in England? I'm very accident prone, so I went to the hospital a lot. So it was just it was more so interesting. I was like, ooh, I get to do something they don't get to do. I get to go to a taxi and all that stuff. Yeah, so that was cool. Um, Was it different being in like a hospital or an emergency room in the states? All I remember is they did my stitches in this like big open room. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't like cordoned off. You didn't have privacy or anything. Okay. Uh-uh. And I remember there wasn't a, like a long wait time. Like it, we were in and out, mm. in and out. I like because they were in Oxford at the college, and I was I was a little upset that I was gonna get to miss it. But no, in and out, and I was back in time to catch the tour. <laughs> we didn't have to pay anything. Oh yeah, must be. Nice. That was yeah. <laughs> I didn't pull out no insurance cards. Now in fifth grade, I don't even know if I would have had. I'm sure I had one to go on this trip, but. Mm. I hadn't used one before because I always have my parents there. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. We'll get to Australia. I'm just curious about this your people-to-people experience. What did y'all do while you were in, like, on a daily basis, what were y'all doing? It changed. We saw, we saw all the, like, major sites. So I saw Stonehenge. I saw Notre Dame. I saw museums. Ooh, the Louvre was nice. Mm-hmm. We, I saw Mona Lisa. I didn't know it was so small. Mm-hmm. And then we met with, we met with like different, I guess, political people, diplomats, government people. And they like would talk to us. So we sat down and talked with them. Mm-hmm. But mostly we sightseed. And then occasionally we'd have a class or someone come speak to us. Okay. And then every night we had to journal about it. And sometimes... I would skip those, mm-hmm. so I, but I had started collecting pins from like different places we went, mm-hmm. which saved me because I was like, I cannot remember what we did the other day. And I would like, look at the pins. I'm like, oh yeah, we did go there. We did go yeah. there. Yeah. That's nice. That's what I do too. When I go to like a new country, I'll have a pin. I have a bear that someone gave me. I can't remember how I got it, but the bear has like a tie. Ah. So every time I go somewhere, I'll just pin a new pin to the bear's yeah. tie. <laughs> 
I collect mine on a lanyard. The, it was my people to people lanyard. Mm-hmm. That's where I started it. And then I was like, this is cheap. I'm going to keep this up forever. Mm-hmm. And it don't take up space because T-shirts, that starts yeah. to, I'm like, I, I have no more room. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's been fun. Cool. cool. I loved the plane ride. You did? I did. What about it? Did you enjoy so much? Um, we got, you get all the space when you take international flights. The mm-hmm. food is delicious. Mm-hmm. You can watch all the movies for free. All the new ones. It's great. I love international <laughs> flights. <laughs> yeah, they are uh, more comfortable, at least, yeah. than domestic. That's for sure. Especially from, since I'm from, like, Alabama, like, our domestic flights are, like, even smaller. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that stuff just uncomfortable. And so you went, was there anywhere else you went between that time and then when you went to Australia? I went to the Bahamas. Okay. Was that, like, on a cruise or something? Yep. Both okay. times it's on the cruise. Nice. I think I've been places in the states, but I don't think I went out of the, the country. Uh huh. Oh, for ten years. Oh, we need to step that up. And I mean, I mean, you were still a student. <laughs> you were still growing up, so it's not like it's your fault no, for no, not no. going places. <laughs> oh, I need to catch up. <laughs> okay, you went to the Bahamas on the cruise. Uh, yeah. Are you a person who enjoys cruises? Were those um, positive experiences for you? The first cruise I went my family, no. Because we had fun at times, but then it was like we'd get bored and have nothing to do because your cell phone don't work. There's no TVs in your room. Mm -hmm. And then the activities, like, sometimes they were fun. But then the older ones, I was too young because that was when, I think that was maybe sixth grade. So I was too young to do certain stuff. I was too old to enjoy certain stuff. So it was just, eh. Hmm. Uh, but the second time I went to a cruise to the Bahamas, that was fun. We went with my friends for like our senior trip. Mm. That was fun. Could do all the things. It was, yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> good times. Okay. Well, it was good. You had a better time the second time around. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd go on a cruise again just because of, it's all included. Mm-hmm. Just one price. I'm fed, all the activities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then you went from there to in undergrad? Yes. It was when you went to Australia. How'd you end up going to Australia? Well, well I always wanted to study abroad. Like, that's just what I thought you do in college. Like, mm-hmm. you go to the library and then you study abroad mm-hmm. and something. <laughs> um, but since I majored in, like, sports field and stuff, and I didn't... Because originally I wanted to be a doctor, so I was going to go to, like, Costa Rica and, like, help mm-hmm. um, volunteer and things. But then since I changed my major and was, like, more focused on sports and stuff, I was like, well, I probably won't get to study abroad, so. Mm-hmm. And we had, like, a study abroad fair, and I went to it, and they were like, yeah, there's a program in Australia for sports. And I was like, yes, I would like to go there. Wow. And I was like, perfect. And then I think, I think my mom was in Afghanistan then. Mm. So... I let her know and she was like, Yeah, we can do it. Yeah. Does she work in the same field as your as your your aunt and your godmother? Uh I know they started in the same field. Okay. Like she also works for the government, that's why she yes. was in Afghanistan. Okay. Mm-hmm. She did the same thing that my aunt did. Oh, they okay. went to contract. Did y'all contract? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were working for the government. Oh, okay. They were government workers. <laughs> okay. I must tell a funny story about Taylor. She called me when I was in Iraq. Uh-huh. I think she was a little worried about her mother being in Afghanistan. Mm. So she goes, 
T-Van, are you going to go visit my mother in Afghanistan? I said, Afghanistan is not a vacation site. It's a war zone. <laughs> so I don't think I'll be going to visit her. Because you were in what, Kuwait? I was in Iraq. Oh, you were in Iraq. Yes. I just remember oh, one of the places you were in, you were having a, like, in a hotel or apartment and having fun. That's the last time I was in Iraq, I was at the embassy. So. Yeah. So I was like, I don't think my mom is in the nice you know, embassy type place. Not. So I was like, maybe you should go check on her. <laughs> My mother does that not so like sweet. hot, cold, outdoors, bugs, dirt, yeah. anything. So it was just really weird that she went to Afghanistan. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So she, oh, because of the money? Oh, well, yes, it was definitely yeah. the money. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she would never just volunteer for that. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying not to laugh. I'm to read too much. You keep making these gestures and whatnot. Okay. Uh, it's it's cool, though. It's good. So your mom was in Afghanistan while you were in the process of deciding to go to, to Australia. Australia. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Um, what was it that wanted that led you to want to pursue, like, like, sports medicine? Were you an athlete coming up? Is yes. That- okay. I tore my ACL my senior year of high school, and then I was going to try out for um, Alabama's basketball team. And then I tore my ACL again my freshman year of college. And I was like, yeah, that's where I'm retired. Mm. So I was like, um, what's another way I could work with sports and stuff? Mm. And I just really like fitness and everything. So Nice. That is how. Okay. And so you heard about this program in Australia. And what, did you just apply and then you went? Basically. Okay. It was a really simple process. I had to apply. Um Applying was easy. You just said you wanted to do it, mm-hmm. got all your transcripts, and then, you know, they told you when you owed them money. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Basically. Right, right. And then after that, um, then the school that in Australia had to accept you, but, like, once you pay your money, you, you accept it pretty okay. much anyways, unless you just, like, really bomb your... So, we I went for a research project, so... Okay. I had to submit my um, thesis and everything or whatnot. So you submit that and they're like, yes, we accept you. We'll see you in Australia. Here's your um, homework. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a thing where it was like a set structure for everyone, like a set program for everyone Mm -hmm. who applied. You had to, um, you had to have like a plan in mind of what you wanted to do over there. Yes. And then include, like you said, a thesis or something as Mm -hmm. you applied and then they would approve that and then you would get to go. Okay. Because when I went there, there are people in sports psychology, sports nutrition, Mm -hmm. sports medicine, sports science, all of sports management and business. So it was broad Mm -hmm. and everyone did their own thing. Okay. So it was like, was it like a partnership between your school and the school in Australia? Like they had some sort of relationship or was it? So I think the Australian college was okay. the University of Canberra and a like travel study abroad um, business had a partnership and the they the study abroad business was at Alabama. Oh, okay. Type of thing. Okay. Because it wasn't like an exchange or like Alabama students go there because they were everyone was from different um, colleges. Okay. Yeah. So there's like an organization like in between, like in yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. But you still had to obviously apply for, through your school and mm-hmm. then have to be accepted on the other end as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got you. So you were where was it again? What was the name of the school? 
University of Canberra. Okay. Canberra. They don't use their R's properly. <laughs> and since I'm not there anymore, I don't know yeah. the proper way to say it anymore. Yeah. But it's like Canberra, but it has two R's in it. Okay. They don't roll their R's. Is that the name of the city as well? Yes. It's the capital of Australia. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And so you went, it's only three weeks though. Yes. And so... we went to four cities. Oh, you went to, mm-hmm. okay. Was that just for leisure or was that part of the program as well? The program. The program took us to four different cities. So Australia sports is very different mm-hmm. from the United States. They're like all integrated with their government. It's like really funded. It's not a lot of privatization there. So when they were taking us, they were just taking us to like all the sports. Um, I don't want to say like capitals, but like different parts of what made up their government in sports and they were showing us all of that Mm. so we started in melbourne and then canberra the capital then sydney then um cairns which is more like a beach town Mm. but because melbourne is where the australia open is and they have a bunch of arenas and it's like the perfect town for like olympics because they have like multiple arenas so you can like host everything and then it's also next to like a city so like you can still go do things mm-hmm. so it was perfect yeah them. and they have great traffic and good public transportation too but melbourne is my favorite city nice i've heard good things about it i had never heard of it before the only city the only i had thing... heard of was sydney okay before. yeah i mean everyone knows what well, not like knows like in depth, but everyone's heard of Sydney. I've but the main thing I've heard about Melbourne is the, I guess coffee shops. Maybe it's like a newer thing. They have the best coffee. Really? <laughs> okay. I was like, okay, I like coffee. It's whatever. And then we went to Melbourne, and everyone, you know, everyone drinks coffee, so we were just trying. Now, if you order it, if you order just their plain coffee, you might mess up because you know we're American and like, where's the sugar? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then if you like tell them like, yo. I'm American, like, hook me up. Mm-hmm. Since their coffee is just, like, on another level, and then you add that sugar, it's perfect. Mm. But by the end of it, I wasn't even adding sugar. Their coffee is just so good. Yeah. Oh, man. Now I'm, now I'm just, oh. Oh, man. I didn't mean to set you down. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, that was the best. They have good tea, too. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm glad that was... That but, good. you know, yeah. Melbourne's nice. And <laughs> I liked it because the public transportation is free. And you can... I got to see so much more stuff. Mm-hmm. And you don't see a lot of police cars. Like, I don't think I saw the police at all. Mm-hmm. We were walking around, like, in the middle of the night, going to different things. And <laughs> no one felt unsafe. Like, that was everybody's comment. And it was, like, 25 <laughs> of us on this trip. And everyone was just like... Yo, do y'all just feel this like weird peace and just like you're gonna be okay out here? Yeah. And yeah, that was like the consensus. Yeah. It wasn't that late to bed. Calm down. She's she looks so disappointed in you right now. <laughs> it wasn't that late. We were in the groups too. <laughs> we had so much to see in such little time. Right, right. <laughs> Our hotel was really close to the city too. Yeah. yeah. I made it back, obviously. Wait. 
<laughs> you wait years later to tell her about I did. it. Yeah. Every actually <laughs> everything I did in Australia, I waited till I came back mm-hmm. to talk about. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes it's for the best. <laughs> sometimes it's for the best. Like, what are you doing? I'll tell you when I get home. <laughs> I'll just show you the pictures when I get home. Yeah, I'll no, tell you about it later. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, so, y'all were going around learning about, like, sports in Australia and mm-hmm. also working on your own thing as well. Yes. So, what was your, your thesis or your project about? My project was about um, the different paths to football. But so their football, they have Australian football, which is not soccer and it's not American football. It is some type of rugby-ish looking game. Okay. And volleyball. It's a lot. It's different. It's different. Mm-hmm. So they're, But that's their professional um, sport, um, one of their big ones. And then the NFL are uh, professional football and like the different paths to get there. Mm-hmm. And they have... Um, just a lot of government support and start you from a young age learning like the right ways um good safety protection um and then the united states you know everything's like privatized and Mm. more money centered and things so that's what i was like comparing in my project okay yeah so what did you feel is like the most the eye-opening most eye-opening thing you learned in the process of studying that subject if you wanted to make money United States would be better if you wanted to like stay safe. I would go to Australia. Stay safe in terms of like, you know, there's a lot of sport injuries. Ah, uh, okay. I would. I feel like you'd be better prepared in Australia. Okay. Because you learn from a young age. Right. Um, I also learned that they they don't have college basketball. So that's the sport I played. I like basketball. So I also was like looking into that too, mm-hmm. but. If you decided you wanted to play basketball for Australia, you kind of, like, skip out on college, high school kind of thing, and you just you go make money immediately. Like, we met, like, 18-year-olds and 16-year-olds that they played professional, professional basketball, basketball. Okay. for Australia. There's no high school league? There's no college league? They basketball. do have high school. So, so, like, at a young age in the United States, if you wanted to play professional sports that's kind of like what you focus on but you have to do it through high school through going to college yeah, yeah. and then you get you'll end up in the nba or wnba mm-hmm. but for australia like once you get to whatever age it is i think 16 18 whatever the age is that you can play professionally you don't you quit you don't do high school for real you might like still like get a tutor and stuff so you can like have a diploma mm-hmm. but you don't go to school anymore you don't play for your high school team and nothing you wow. immediately just and like that was very item because like that's a really big decision like mm-hmm. when you're that young too yeah it's like oh are you sure you want to do this mm-hmm. and and i mean that's similar to the united states but like here even though it's so much about the money here it's still but you gotta like finish high school go to two years of college mm-hmm. or whatnot well i guess it's one year of college to get recruited for the nba but so you have like a little more time to be sure yeah in the states and like but even the, the states isn't doing it really for the kids they're doing it for colleges so they can make money right right, right. off of it but it's still like and eh, that kind of still helps them too just in case they don't want to play professional and they're like you know what i actually do want to go to college they can but mm-hmm. 
not in Australia. It's like, wow. But at the same time, they get to make money, so they could always like go back and pay for school if they wanted to. Right, right, okay. So gotcha. They're less oh exploited gosh. in Australia. Are they? Yes, but oh right, but they're kind of like yeah, but they're more. They have to choose earlier. I feel like yeah. And oh, I meant to ask this earlier when you said how you you know you were an athlete and then you had injuries and you had to switch to something else. Was that like was that an easy thing for you to do or did was it like was it devastating or was it, it just was, like well on to the next thing? Like, it how was, was that for devastating. You? Yeah, I quit like working out for like six months basically and just was like oh but i mean i was still doing um sports science anyways Mm -hmm. so that was that part wasn't different i was still like in school Mm -hmm. studying the same thing but um before i used to work out all the time and then after i tore my acl i was like well what's the point Mm. um yeah especially since i was doing like workouts to like strengthen them like because i tore the same acl twice Mm. so it's like now, now I'm skeptical about these surgeons out here. Hmm. Um, but it didn't hurt the next time. Um, the rehab was just boring to me because mm-hmm. I like to do like more intense exercising. Mm-hmm. So that was hard because I was like, oh, now I have to do this again. Yeah. And like the first time, it was like, oh, I gotta, you know, get back ready. And then the second time, I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying this again. We're not mm-hmm. gonna try out or anything. So it's just like, mm, I just do this mm-hmm. and I'm going to be bored. Did you have plans to go pro or had you just wanted to keep playing basketball while you were in college? Yeah, I just wanted to play in college. Okay. Um, pro, I'm a little short. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little short. Now, granted, there are some short people in the WMA, but I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't get paid in that. Okay. Me. So that was like part of your college plan and then because of your injury sex. Got cut short. Yes. Yeah. So what was it that helped you kind of like bounce back from that? Aside from having to change courses or like change your college plans, like what, what helped you like recover from that, the disappointing time? Um, friends. Yeah. Um, so most of my friends are athletes or I went to school where we like played in high school together mm-hmm. and... Then I just got tired of not being able to like run and sprint and do things that I used to could do because mm-hmm. my knee would hurt all the time. So I was like, okay, we got to get back into it. Mm-hmm. And then once I started interning um, at the strength and conditioning like private facility, that really I was like, okay, well, if you're gonna be training other people, you need to be training yourself. Yeah, so, yeah. so I was like, okay, let me get back in, into it. So okay. I ate a lot of cookies. It must have been tough. <laughs> you ate a lot of cookies. That was part of your like recovery. Yep. <laughs> I was yep. eating cookies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, whatever, whatever works. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Oh, but you said like for people to people, you had wanted to go to Australia, but they said you were too young. Yes, I wanted to go to Australia since kindergarten. Why? Really? In kindergarten, we had to do some, like, little project where you had to, like, make a diagram of some country. And mm-hmm. I had got Australia. And then I was like, oh, my God, koala bears. And I was like, I'm going to go to Australia one day and hug a koala bear. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. When you did get to go to Australia, did you hug a koala I bear? I did. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, my God, dreams do come true. 
Did you go to like a zoo or an animal? Yeah, we went to a zoo and my favorite part though was the kangaroo eating my hair. Oh my God. He thought it was a snack because like we were feeding them and Mm -hmm. then he was like, I guess I wasn't feeding him fast enough. So he went to like start chewing on my hair. Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. But they were so sweet. Yeah. Oh. Was there any, were there any other expectations you had about what Australia might be like or what you wanted to do in Australia before you went? I had none. Okay. I I just knew that Australia was like a big beach or something, maybe Mm -hmm. like very tropical, all the weird animals. And they they had them all. Mm. Um, It was really pretty. But no, because the first place I thought I was going to end up was in Sydney and we landed in Melbourne and I was like, where am I? (laughs) I didn't know this was here. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I realized I knew nothing about Australia. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing. Wow. Okay. So wait. So it was three weeks, and they had you going to four different cities. Yes. We. So how was it organized so that you did all that, and then you still had time to work on your project? How did that work? So I think the first week we were in Melbourne. Mm -hmm. The second we was in Canberra, the capital, and that's where their Olympic training center is. Mm -hmm. And then the third week we were mostly in Cairns, and then um, before we went to Cairns, we went to Sydney, and we were only there for like two days or like a day and a half. Gotcha. So Sydney, we really just went to say we went to Sydney. Mm-hmm. So in Melbourne, we we got to talk to people, ask them questions, interview them because we lo- we met a lot of um, different sports people because that's where they have um, a lot of arenas, and we got to hear about different careers you can do in sports there. Then in Canberra, we went to the Olympic Training Center and we stayed there. So that's kind of when. You did more work. And we ha- we took classes there, actually. Mm. So we stayed in the Capitol. We watched them train. Um, they're like sports scientists. Talked to us about different things. Mm. We had classes. So you had time to work on it then. And then in Sydney. In Sydney, we just went to see Sydney. So you had like... We saw... I, I walked on the bridge... We toured, like, just looked around the opera house, things like that. Mm-hmm. It was really just to be, like, in Sydney. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the Blue Mountains when we were in Sydney. Or it was near it. Um, so we didn't do any work then. Then we went to Cairns. It was, like, more so vacation. So then they showed us all of their adventure sports. So we went whitewater rafting stuff. And we had a lot of downtime then. So, like, we do, like... Whitewater after and then like other group activities and then you had free time. So you could explore, you could work on your project, whatever mm-hmm. you wanted to do. I went skydiving. Ooh. Yes, that's wow. the thing I waited to tell my parents until I got back. <laughs> well, I actually called my dad and was like, Dad, guess what? I'm going skydiving today. Because he wasn't going to care. Mm-hmm. And then I waited to tell my mother and show her when I got home. Mm. Okay. How was that? It was amazing. Everyone should skydive early in the morning. That's how you should start your day off. I, like, after yeah. that, I was really just invigorated and ready for life. Oh, yeah. And I thought I was going to be scared. I was like, oh, my goodness. this. But I learned when you skydive, they jump out backwards so you don't, like, know what's coming and, like, grab the plane and try to, like, fight Oh, them. really? hmm Okay. And you're strapped to someone, right? Yes. Yeah. So you're yeah. not just out jumping Oh, yeah, no. You right. have to, like, train for that. Right, no, right. no, 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 no. Now that... I'm like, never mind. You can you can land the plane. Yeah, yeah. We wouldn't be doing that. And it was very... It was different. So, like, at first, you're just 
falling fast and i was like oh, okay this is cool this is scary this mm-hmm. is fun all right and then all of a sudden you just like stop and you're just like free falling it's like wow i'm a bird i'm flying mm-hmm. i'm superman right now like <laughs> this is amazing yeah and it's just and you can just see for forever ah oh, man yeah everyone go skydiving okay yeah <sighs> It must have been so much fun. It was. <laughs> when, it was. So you waited until you, after you came back to tell your mom. When yeah. did you end up telling Miss Yvette? Um, I think my mother probably told her. Oh. Mm-hmm. See, you just tell my mother and then she'll tell the rest okay. of everybody else. <laughs> but you got to wait to tell her. Because mm-hmm. dad didn't tell nobody. Well, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it Was it just you? Like, did other people from your group? Yeah, well? there's okay. a group of us that went with me and then a group after us. And then some people went bungee jumping, but I was like, you know, that's getting expensive. I just went skydiving. Mm-hmm. And then I was actually scared of bungee jumping, but I actually did end up bungee jumping. Not in Australia, though. Mm. But later. Okay. And so, like, okay, for as far as, like, the projects or, I guess, the like, the research part of it, was someone, was there, like, a pre- professor who was, like, overseeing that process, like, checking yes. in with you mm-hmm. and reading over your stuff? Or- mm-hmm. So we had... Our tour guide person with us was our professor. Okay. Yeah. And they were from the University of Australia. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you had to, did you have to submit, like, finish everything and submit it at the end of that experience? No, we had, like, so that was the month of June. I think we had some time until July to submit it. Okay. Yeah, so we did work in May before we went. We went mostly vacation Mm -hmm. and, like, got... And from like the part of the project that I couldn't get from the United States, like interviews and things like that, mm-hmm. got in Australia, then put it all together in July. And then like if you passed um like the Australian end, then that counted toward credit yes. on the mm-hmm. American like at your school. Yes. In Alabama. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so like I, I don't know really anything at all in terms of the sports industry or like the sports medicine industry. Like, as a career field, mm-hmm. did you notice anything that was different about that in Australia versus in the States? Yes. So, for physical therapy over there, first of all, they're called, oh, what are they called? It's like physi- physiotherapist. Okay. But, and they're also called physiotherapist in Canada, mm-hmm. which is the same thing as a physical therapist. But over there, when someone gets hurt, if you just, like, roll their roll your ankle you go immediately to like physical therapy. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to the doctor and then get referred. And it's not like these extreme um, um, insurance um, premiums and all things like that. It's just like, oh, you get hurt. Like physically, you go to physiotherapist and you fix it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I don't know about like their whole country, but I feel like they're probably better off with you like here there's always commercials for like advil you know back in pains over there they'd be like why would you take advil go to mm-hmm. the physical therapist and like actually get it fixed mm-hmm. um and that's one thing i learned from watching just like their tv there is they don't have a lot of commercials for medicine mm-hmm. there are no like they find that so weird like that's some of the things they made fun of us about. I was like, why do you have commercials for your medicine? And then like, ask your doctor and tell your doctor about this. They're like, wouldn't your doctor already know? I'm like, guys, I don't know what to tell you. The pharmacy is big business over there. Okay. Yeah. Um, another thing is, so their exercise, like physiologists and scientists are treated more as 
like part of the medical field over there than over here. Over here, it's like a fitness trainer. That's just like anybody can do that. And over there, you like get a degree mm-hmm. and people like trust you and like your doctor will refer you to one over there. Mm-hmm. And over here, it's like sometimes they'll refer you to like a personal trainer, but then like personal trainers here, they can just go get a certificate and. But over there, like, they really go to school and it's official. Yeah. It's a more difficult process trying to become that over there. Yeah. But then you're more trusted over there Mm. and people actually use them. Mm. So over here, it's like, why would I pay someone for that? And then (laughs) also their insurance will cover for, like, when they get hurt. Like, no one, you don't, you're not just toughing it out over there. You it's right. a normal thing that's so funny it's like <laughs> it's like more of a do-it-yourself type thing yes. here yes even yes. if you have insurance mm-hmm. like it's just like mm-hmm. i don't know i was just thinking about that when you mentioned all the medication the commercials for medicine it's, it's like let me keep a list of all my medications to give to my doctor and over there they're like that's yeah that sounds crazy or wow. let me just like forego the doctor and yes. figure out what i can get over like, the counter <laughs> let me google what what does google tell me to do right right <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a shame. Their, I don't know, their government is very, it's very more, it's like a lot more hands on, mm. which I don't know the negative side of that. But what I saw, I mean, it's just obviously all the things that we don't have here. Yeah. It was like positive. So like in women's bathrooms in Australia, they have like medical grade type of you you know how you put a needle in the um, doctor's office and it's like don't touch there's blood Mm -hmm. like you can't get your hand back in there Mm -hmm. it's like you put it in there like they have that for like pads and tampons that have been used wow so like and i'm like wow so now every time i'm in the bathroom in america i'm just like ew 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 because <laughs> like ours is like a, a random trash right, can just right next to you yeah just the open flat yeah, yeah and i'm like wait hold up this is blood and like over there they like care about that they're right. like it's like medical waste yeah. yeah and like they treat it like that yeah and i'm like man that's just so simple it's not it's not that hard to fix it either <laughs> and wouldn't be guys hmm man and it sounds like you like had a lot of fun while you were in, in so Australia. Much fun. Is there like, well, besides skydiving, was there like a favorite thing that you did that was like, oh, that was the best? That was really fun. Mm. I like the kangaroo eating my hair. <laughs> oh, whitewater rafting. Okay, because I had never done that before, and that was amazing. Mm. It was it was also scary though because before they like really got to prep you because you know people die out there. I'm like, we do what. <laughs> So y'all gonna take us on this trip and then like put us in danger because like if we fall out this boat like not everybody make it sometimes mm. and they that was just that was just real uh-huh. and I was like wow mm. and we almost flipped over too we didn't though yeah Christ the Lord so <laughs> I was like okay I can swim remember you can swim it's gonna be okay mm-hmm. just hang on what did he say about currents <laughs> like the whole time I'm trying to like review what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> Just in case I fall out. Yeah. But yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah. And y'all survived. We did. We did. We were some troopers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. Um, Any, did you notice any difference in terms of like the food in Australia? So the way I explain the food in Australia may not be accurate, but to me, it's like American with an accent. 
Okay. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Because, like, we, I had burgers, but instead of normal things they put, that we would put on it, they had a beet on it. Like, like an actual beet? Yeah. Like it was the, a slice of beet on okay. my burger. And they even sold that at their McDonald's, too. Okay. Not just, like, at their fancy, like, restaurant I tried. Like, that was just a normal thing they had. Mm. Um, they had a thing similar to a pot pie, but it was made out of some other type of meat and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, we got something like this, but you know, this is the accented Australian version of it. <laughs> and I mean, they eat pretty similar to us. Now there are certain things that they eat and I'm like, that's not for me. Or yeah. I'm like, oh, that was really good. I mean, we don't have that over there. Yeah. All of their food tastes fresher. Okay. Me. Their chocolate is so much better. I love chocolate. Mm. But when I came back to the United States, I was like, this tastes like chemicals. <laughs> like the Kit Kat over there and the Kit Kat in the <laughs> United States significantly tasted different. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, see, they told me that they don't put chemicals in their food, but I didn't know that was a real thing mm-hmm. till I came back. I'm like, why the Kit Kat tastes so it tastes fake. Yeah. <laughs> um, I learned that I love Tim Tams. That is like a chocolate type of cookie that over there. Oh, oh okay. Delicious. Yeah. Oh, man. We all bought them. And then we like stocked up on them before we left. Mm-hmm. And I took so long to finish mine. Mm-hmm. It was like six months later and I still had some of those things. <laughs> you I was were just making like, the cookies last week. I really was. <laughs> I was like, one a day. All right. Okay. Today, you, today was a good day. You have two. <laughs> Because I don't trust, I don't trust the Tim Tams here. I'm feeling like they were made in America and they didn't really come from Australia and they're gonna taste like chemicals. I'm gonna be real sad. Mm. Um, they have Vegemite. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you about that Vegemite. Yes, I did. Cause you know, you know, gotta try it. Right, right. Oh, uh, do not let them punk you. They love to see foreigners eat it. <laughs> So put a little bit on it. See, and they don't eat it the way they try to get you to eat it. Uh-huh. <laughs> they put some bread, put some butter, and then they take a thin bit and spread it over it and they eat it. Okay, okay. They will want you to like take a spoonful and you will be gagging, crying, <laughs> and like, what what in the world? What did I do to deserve this? <laughs> right. Um, we actually, this guy on our trip, he did something. He lost like some bet, so we made him like eat Vegemite and these like really like thick we like a Popeye's biscuit and how you know it's just so thick you mm-hmm. need water no they have these like cereal rice cake type thing mm-hmm. and it like sucks all of the liquid moisture in your body out mm. like mm-hmm. and we made him eat that in Vegemite oh. he he about wanted to cry it was it was hilarious though poor guy he shouldn't have lost but <laughs> veggie might taste like really really thick soy sauce to me okay but not in a good way yeah because it's like brown right it's really mm-hmm. dark brown and see they'll trick you sometimes if you like literally have no idea what it is whatsoever mm-hmm. that it's like uh what's the, like that chocolate hazelnut spread nutella nutella yeah it's not guys it's no it's nothing near mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. i will never eat veggie might again uh-huh. i brought some back to like mess with my friends <laughs> but I didn't try it again. Yeah. Once is enough for you. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, wow. And our professor just used to eat it for breakfast. And I'm like, that's gross. <laughs> oh, they like... So I like eggs. And they eat eggs 
a lot for breakfast uh-huh. because that's one thing I didn't like about Paris. They were always trying to give me Danishes and I'm like, I want some eggs and like grits and like mm-hmm. bacon, things like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they eat a lot of eggs in Australia. So that made me happy. Yeah. I was like, I can move here. Yeah. <laughs> good chocolate. They eat eggs for breakfast. Mm-hmm. I can make this work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you want, you said you wanted, you like arrived in May and then left in June. In May, we started doing our like research at home, like wherever oh, you okay, lived. And then, then we left in June. And that was all in June. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was that, so that was like. Winter time, technically. Yes, there? it was their winter. Yeah, and uh, their winter is summer. Yeah, it's still summer. Um, even it's summer. It's so <laughs> in Melbourne, it felt more a little like fall. So okay. warm, warm. Um, in Canberra, though, it was like that cold spring. Okay, I was a little upset because I was like, I did, I didn't prepare for this. Yeah. They did tell us bring jackets and our little packing list. So, you know, I was kind of prepared, but like I was not mentally prepared. Mm. I'm like, why is it cold? Mm-hmm. And then Sydney was warm again. And then when we get to Cairns, that's like the beach town. So we it was summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, okay. so because I went to winter though, but it felt like summer to me, um, there were less bugs and things. Mm, okay. So that was nice. Yeah. So I always suggest going in our summer, their winter. Mm-hmm. Avoid the bugs. Yeah. Because they got some crazy looking bugs. <laughs> oh, yes. Australia is crazy looking everything. Yeah. Like, and nature. like we went yeah. to different places and we learned about that because we went to a zoo. We went to some insect learning class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow. I can't believe people are alive. Because they have those, those like giant spiders and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And like scorpions and all kinds of stuff. Yes. Right? All of the deadly animals. Right, right. All the deadly animals in All live in Australia. <laughs> All of Australia. And then there's like only like five cities in the whole continent that are really populated. Like mm-hmm. the middle of Australia is just like empty kind of. Oh. Yeah. It's like really on just on the outskirts. Right. So and mostly on the right. When they show on the news, like, you know, the United States, they show, they break down into the regions and the states and stuff mm-hmm. when they show it on the news. No, and I'll show you, they show the whole thing and every all the, the basic five cities that people live in. And it's all like around the east. The eastern yeah. coast of... And then there's, like, one over on the west, and it's Perth. Oh, okay. Yeah, we didn't get to go there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you got to learn about the deadly animals. Yes, all the deadly Like, animals. didn't have to go near them. But I didn't have to, to see them. them. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> it was a blessing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How long was the, the flight to and from Australia? How long were you traveling? 14 hours, I think. Was it, like, a straight flight? Yep. Well, like, okay, so once... Oh, I also... Okay, so one of the negative things for my trip was okay. my suitcase didn't make it on the first day. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, my goodness. But Australia people are very nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, you asked me what was, like, one of the best things. So we went to an Australian football game, mm-hmm. and some Aussies asked us where something was. And, you know, we, we didn't know, but we pointed them in general direction. And they were so thankful that they invited us back up to their skybox. And they fed us, and we watched the game up there, and they were explaining things to us, and they took pictures with us, and I was like, y'all are so great, I'm going to move here. (laughs) I'm coming back. (laughs) Don't forget me. (laughs) So. um, That was really nice. (laughs) So nice. Yeah. Just no one in the United States has ever done that. Oh, well. Yeah. Don't talk to strangers. <laughs> no, we talked to a lot of strangers. Actually, the strangers in Australia yeah. were amazing. Like, we went... Our first day there, we were just walking around, mm-hmm. getting... 
we stopped some people at the crosswalk and we were like, hey, what are y'all doing? And we were like, where should we go? We just got here. And they, they came with us. I don't know what their plans were, but they stopped what they were doing and came with oh, us. Oh, they were just like, hey, let, we'll show you around. Yeah. Type, type thing. And like, they <laughs> showed us around. They took us to this bar that was like really cool. It was like a, it was set up like it was a tea party type uh-huh. of thing, okay. but it wasn't a tea party. And they just talked with us and told us about different things that we should do. And great. Yeah. We just met a lot of good strangers. Okay. The whole trip. Nice. But you said when you got there, your luggage didn't make it. Yeah, my luggage didn't make it. So (laughs) I got to the airport early because, you know, my parents from, you know, that previous trip, we were there super early. Mm -hmm. Um, But my plane got canceled. My flight got canceled. And... I don't even remember where I was supposed to be going. I think I was going to Atlanta to LA. So the only um, flight they could get me on was Charlotte. So I had to fly to Charlotte. I was like, man, why am I flying to the East Coast to go to the West Coast? Like, mm. I'm just going to do the whole United States. Mm-hmm. Cool. But the flight was like really slim. Like we were, I was barely going to make it. Mm-hmm. So I got to, I left Huntsville, made it to Charlotte. Um, was sprinting to catch the flight from Charlotte to LA, got to LA, and then because I got to LA so much later than what I was originally going to get to, like, I think I was supposed to pick my bag up and, like, put it through um, customs, but I didn't do that. Oh, because you're going international yeah. from there. Okay. So, since I didn't do that... um I guess that's why my bag didn't make or my or my bag just wasn't there in time from my since my flight cut it so close. Oh yes. I'm not really sure what happened. I just know I was looking around, looking for where I was supposed to go, ended up in that customs line and I was like, Wow. That took so long that I also thought I was gonna miss my flight to Australia as well. Mm. Because I was supposed to have got there with like a four hour layover and I had like an hour okay and i spent all of it in customs wow so that whole process going from from alabama to charlotte to you said la mm-hmm. and then to australia that was 14 hours altogether no no or it was just from la, from LA to australia was 14. was 14 hours oh plus however long it took yeah you that was a whole i lost a whole day wow. a whole day i had breakfast lunch and dinner and snacks on my flight mm-hmm. um good food good food mm-hmm. yes was it a little better at least coming back? On the back, on the way back, they gave me Tim Tams. I was in heaven. I, I mean, like the experience of flying. Like, oh yeah. Did you have the similar issues as when you were leaving her? No, because okay. <laughs> I don't remember going through customs on the way back. Well, okay, on the way back, we had a super long layover mm-hmm. in Brisbane, which was cool because I didn't get to like see that city actually. Mm-hmm. So you know, I just looked around. Um, it wasn't that bad. Mm. My flight, I just had a lot of layovers this next, on the way back. Because then I got to LA and I was there for like six hours. Mm. Just chilling. I walked the whole, um, airport basically. Mm -hmm. Really got to, you know, get acquainted. (laughs) And like, I had thought about leaving, but I was like, I don't know where I would even go. Mm -hmm. I looked out the window. I was like, ooh, that traffic looks horrible. I probably wouldn't make it back. Mm -hmm. I'd miss my flight. And Mm -hmm. I mean, not that I would be upset. I'm like, well, you know, I'm in LA. (laughs) Uh, But I was like, "Mm." at the same time, I'm like, I'm tired. Yeah. When do I get to get on this plane? So I took a nap in the airport, which, you know, is frowned upon. But it it was a long, long six hours. 
hours. Yeah. But yeah, no, the flight, getting all my stuff the next time, like on the way back was not a problem. Okay. Not a problem. Right. How long did it take you when you arrived in Australia to get your stuff? Like you arrived and then how, was it like a couple of days later when you're... It got there. They delivered. Okay. So when I told the people at the front desk that my baggage didn't get there, actually they told me. See, I didn't know. They called me on the little intercom and I was like, what's up, guys? Why y'all calling my name? They were like, okay, so we have bad news. Your luggage isn't going to be here. Um, It'll be here tomorrow. We're going to put it on the um, flight that's going to be here the next morning. Um, And we will deliver it to your hotel. So I went to go get my professor because he met us there. And I was like, I don't know where we're staying. Can you talk to them? So they exchange like where he was going um they gave me some pajamas and toothbrush and toothpaste and they gave me like some money to like buy things to get clothes yeah okay so i had i mean i was like y'all are so nice i will always fly you it was (laughs) i think they were qatar oh okay yeah i was like no you have my business like i still have like I signed up with them, got a membership. Now I haven't been traveling with them because I don't take international flights like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, when I do, yeah, yes, they left a really good impression on us. Yes, they yeah. was just so sweet. I was like, oh, I'll show you so nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then luckily though, I had my backpack that had clothes in it. Oh, okay. okay. Oh yeah, no. My, see, my dad, he wasn't a boy scout, but he act like he was. So we like, I was prepared. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I didn't actually need any of the things they gave me. The pajamas was nice, though. Okay. So that that would have been a little tricky. I mean, I could have made it work. But, yeah. So, I was prepared. So, you know. Now, if it would have taken longer than that morning, because it was there the next day, uh-huh. like, at the doorstep, ready. Um, yeah, we, that would have been a problem. Yeah. But thankfully, you didn't have to deal with that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good. And you, um, you said it was, like, people from all different... Like universities mm-hmm. in your group, uh, a lot of time. people from University of Tennessee. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I talked to some of them still. Was this so? It was all like American students in this group. Okay, mm-hmm. but yeah. from different universities. Yes. Okay, yes. gotcha. And on the White Rider rafting, we met people from different universities, and then just met people. I mean, from different countries, mm-hmm. and then we met people just around. Mm-hmm. Were you? Um, were there, like, other black people or other black girls in your group along with you? Or? There were two black girls. Okay. Yes. In addition to yourself? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's three of us. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So you weren't the only one? Yes. That was nice. Yeah. That was nice. Did you notice at all if, like, if being black had any effect on anything when you were in Australia? In Australia? Like, within our group or in Australia? I mean, either or. In Australia, no. In Australia, we were treated as American. Okay. Which, for the most part, excited people. They were like, oh my gosh, you're American. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hmm. (laughs) I didn't expect to be, you know, a nice... Like, I didn't know y'all liked us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And when I would tell people I'm from Alabama, uh, they would say Roll Tide. And I was like... That's actually the school I go to. So I was like, yes, nice. ha They don't know about y'all, but they know about me. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, when I met a black man who was from the United States, who actually I think he was from Detroit or Chicago. Mm-hmm. He moved to um, Australia and he had been there for like 20 years and he's never leaving. Mm-hmm. And so he talked to me and one of the other black girls just about like, 
being black and loving it there. Mm-hmm. He loved it. He's never. He was never leaving. Okay. And that was in Sydney. That was in Sydney. Okay. Uh, so the native black people there, they, so they're called aboriginals and mm-hmm. they kind of aren't treated the best. Oh, no. So. Yeah, yeah. So like being more of an, a, I guess like assimilated type of black person mm-hmm. compared to like native from their country, you just get treated normal. Yeah. It's probably like the novelty of you being from somewhere else too. Yeah. They also were really into that. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm really into you being Australian. So, you know, tell me about that. <laughs> um, but within our group, you know, sometimes uh, white people do things that you wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. So when that, you know, it was nice to have black people to hang out with. <laughs> Y'all see this? Yeah. Y'all see this? <laughs> I'm not the only one, right? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Okay, cool. cool. I'm not crazy, right? Yeah. See, I, I knew I wasn't. I knew it wasn't crazy. And then, yeah, it was just cool to, like, just hang out with them. Because, like, sometimes they would go, you know, do their thing, and we would just, like, do our thing. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. That was okay. Nice. But in general, we all pretty much mingled together. Okay. Good, good. So do you have any desire to go to Australia again? Oh, yes. But, see, I can't go anytime soon because when I go back, I'm not leaving. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I've been saying that from since I actually, got back. Do you actually want to move to Australia? Yes, I'm going to move to Melbourne. Oh, okay. And never leave. Awesome. All right. <laughs> and go visit Cairns because that was the beach town. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Absolutely. So you got to be sure. Buying a that... one-way ticket. Yeah. Never coming back. Oh. <laughs> okay. Ever. Uh, Mr. Ben's like, I don't know about that. I mean, I'm not going yet. That's right, why right. I haven't gone. Because everyone was like, because like, I could go. I could have saved up my money and like not travel the United States, do things like that uh-huh. and go. But see, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. Because on that return flight, I'm like, y'all can cancel that. That's whatever. Right. I'm just going to stay. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's another thing. Like, so their waitresses get paid normal wages, like yeah. $20 an hour. Mm-hmm. So like, I could live off of. I could just get a job there mm-hmm. and figure it out. Mm-hmm. And because there's this one guy, he just moved and opened up an ice cream shop. He makes enough money to just live his life. Wow. And I was like, yeah, see, don't tempt me now. Right, right, right. Don't don't tempt me. Yeah. So. Okay. So that's like that's like a dream of yours to to move to Australia. Yes, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Is there anywhere else that you want to go? Visit or live? Either or. Now that I'm going to move to Australia, there's no place I want to just live necessarily, but I want to go to Dubai okay, or in some part of UAE that has the fastest roller coaster in the world. Okay. I like roller coasters, so I'm going to go do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then pretty much after that, just everywhere. I want to go to Thailand. I want to go to that really nice place, Iceland. Mm. No, where is it? Greenland. One that ice means green. So, green, Iceland. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to go to Iceland. Um, I want to go see the Great Wall of China. I'm a little afraid of that, though. Mm. I'm scared I'm going to do something t- to disrespect somebody and then be locked up there forever. Oh. <sighs> so, we're still working on that fear. You just. <laughs> still working on that. <laughs> 
such a cope parent. Or maybe go with a group. You see, yeah. like, a guide to tell you what not to do. Like, yes. Or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. We're going... I gonna, see, China's going to be a short time. Okay. We're going to go do what we conquered, came to do, uh-huh. conquer it, and then, like, get back on the plane. Okay, okay. Don't want to risk anything. <laughs> yeah. Because I... I don't plan to learn enough Mandarin to, like, get me a lawyer, so. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and plus they don't really care. Yeah, yeah. And Trump ain't gonna come get me. No. Stop. Nope. <laughs> That's definitely not gonna happen. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to go to Japan. Mm. Some parts of Africa. I don't mm-hmm. know what part, just a part. Okay. Oh, and Italy. I want to go to Italy. Mm. And then everywhere else, you know, if the opportunity comes, let's go. Yeah. Right. Mm. You wouldn't, like, turn a place down even if it's not on, like, your list. No, I'm not going to say I wouldn't turn a place down. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But most places <laughs> would be on the list, you know, de- but depending on, you know, the situation. Right, the right, if the planning and the, the money was right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You know, safety, precautions, right. all that type of thing. Of course. You know, they're going through a civil war. I'm going to pass. Really? <laughs> not out here trying to, you know, report anything, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-mm. Okay. Not trying to witness. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I got to see. Nope. Yeah. It's not on my bucket list. Yeah. Wait, you said um, when you, you said you waited to tell your, your mom, you waited to tell people about like what you did in Australia until after you came back. Yeah. So were you not like keeping up with your family at all back home while you were there? Um, I called my parents every now and then and I emailed one of my friends. Okay. So actually those emails are probably the best because like I gave great detail of what we were doing. So mm-hmm. she was like more um, up to date. But then we didn't have that Wi-Fi access that often. Okay. So yeah. All I would right. just do it every now and then when we had a computer and I access. And then I could text through some, I think, WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. So, but, like, for the most part, no, I just talk to the people there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it was only, like, a few weeks, so. Yeah. Uh, at least they got to hear from you a little bit now that you made it and you're, you were okay. Yeah. I think I posted, like, a picture or two on Facebook, mm-hmm. like, that was up to date, like, when it happened. And then afterwards, like, it's like, okay, well, I'll tell y'all when I get home. Right, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, financially, was there any, like, sort of scholarship or anything that helped you or any other way that you, that was, that it you was, raised money that was helpful? It was mostly the fact that my mother had recently been in, deployed to Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So she paid for it. Because, like, my oh, school nice. okay. was paid for through... Like, I had a scholarship for school. Mm-hmm. So, basically, the extra money came from my mother. Okay. So, you didn't have to worry about affording it or anything? Mm-hmm. I did look into trying to get the um, study abroad scholarship that my school offered, but the qualifications, I don't think I qualified for it. I think that's why I didn't do it. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, it was a little short notice for me to be out here trying to get, you know, other funding. Because, mm-hmm. like, if I would have to fund it, I would have to wait to ne- the next year or something like that. Cause, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because it was really, like, last minute-ish. Okay. Because <laughs> it was like, oh, a study abroad affair. I was like, oh, okay. I'm not 
doing anything. I don't have right. class right now. I'll go. And then it was like, oh, you can do it if you apply like today. Go home right now. Fill this out. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So it really was kind of short notice. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Like the payment was later, but it wasn't that much later. And mm-hmm. then my mom was just recently in Afghanistan. So that like worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It yeah. worked out for you. And then do you have any, do you have any tips for like study abroad or traveling or Australia specifically? Any one of those? Um, for traveling, be open. Try all the new things, mm-hmm. all the foods. Um, talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, not everyone. If they look sketchy, you know, like <laughs> keep your eyes open, all right? <laughs> yeah. Like, but that was one of the things that was the best part of traveling was we would talk to pretty much everyone we came in contact. Mm-hmm. So I like learned so much. I made new friends and stuff. Like, especially now that we have social media, so you don't gotta like give them your phone number, but mm-hmm. y'all can like exchange social media. And then like, if they're doing something cool, like y'all can reconnect. Like I went to some event because I saw it on one of my friends from Australia's page. And I was mm. like, I would have never done that. And, yeah. yeah. Um, for Australia specifically, always go in our summer, their winter, to avoid being killed by bugs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Always do that. Unless you plan to live there, which I do one day. But, like, if you're visiting, don't don't accidentally get, you know, eaten by a shark, killed by a random spider because you wanted to go in their summer. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Um, and for a study abroad, start looking into, into it as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. So that you have more opportunities. Because I did it my... Uh, I was going to be a senior when I came back. So that was kind of like last time I would get to. Mm-hmm. And there are scholarships. So don't be like me. You know? Look for them. <laughs> <laughs> give yourself time to... Yes, give your time. Yeah. And then like... It doesn't matter what your major is. There's mm-hmm. always something you can do. So even if it's like not going to count for like class credit... Mm-hmm. Or a specific one, like let it count for an elective or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely worth it. All right, wonderful. And then my last question that I always ask is, uh, where can people reach you or keep up with you online if you would like them to do so? Oh, okay. So I mostly only use Instagram. Okay. Um, let me get my phone so I can tell y'all what my name okay. is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Okay. <laughs> second oh okay it's black sunflower so it's black period sunflower and then un- underscore okay and then also you can follow just be tico on instagram it is a tea company and community that me and two of my friends are starting so we should be starting like september selling tea online mm-hmm. and our first event will be about like black women coping mm. Um, and just getting through life. And that should be the first weekend of September. Nice. So, yeah. And that's based in Alabama? Yes. Well, the event will be in Atlanta because one of my friends, she lives in Atlanta and there's, you know, more black people there. Right. So, (laughs) (laughs) So our event will be in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. What's the handle on Instagram? Just be... Tico. Tico. And it's like all written out? Just Mm -hmm. be Tico. Okay. Gotcha. And so, yeah, we'll start posting. And we just got our tea in. Yeah. And we did taste testing right before I came to Detroit. It's delicious. I'm so excited. Nice. So we'll be selling soon. But yeah. All right. Awesome. Either yeah. Black Sunflower or Just Be Tico. Or, yes. Or both. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for uh, letting me talk to you and uh, pick your brain about what your Australia experience was like. Yeah, everyone should go. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> They're really nice. The food isn't that much different. Mm-hmm. Um, the weather is nice all year. Yeah. All year. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, and talk to the locals. They're really nice. Yeah. And we'll probably keep you safe from their deadly bugs. <laughs> But yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. Miss Yvette, is there anything that you want to say before I turn this off? Oh no, that was a very good interview. I was so surprised. <laughs> right. I learned a lot too. <laughs> Did you now? Oh man. All right. We're going to have a talking to afterwards. <laughs> okay. Am I something you want to say? Okay, all right, I'm going to stop recording. All right, y'all, there it is. Thanks to Taylor for being such a wonderful guest, and I hope you like how this all turned out. For the rest of you listening, don't forget to follow this podcast at Young Gifted and Abroad on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to check out guest profiles and resource lists on younggiftedandabroad.com. Also, if you enjoy what you've been hearing so far, then please continue listening to this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, (laughs) or Spotify. And as always, if you have questions or comments to share, or if you yourself would like to be a guest on the show, then feel free to email me at younggiftedandabroad at gmail.com. So for the next episode, uh, in two weeks, the guest is going to be someone who studied in France and Argentina. And she's also a writer and a blogger who has a wealth of valuable insight on personal finance. So paying off debt, budgeting for life in general, and of course budgeting for travel. So you get to look forward to hearing from her in two weeks. But until then, thank you so much for listening and talk to you next time. Can't you hear me?